Welcome to A Brodacious Life. This is a show dedicated to the idea that all people from any background can design a life worth living. It all starts by organizing your life with the five F's. Faith, family, freedom, finance, and fun. We call this A Brodacious Life. Are you ready to design your best life? Your brodacious life? If so, then this is the show for you. We often think there is a large gap between ourselves and the rich and famous and how we operate our businesses. Yes, it's true. We might not own all these ships that cross the ocean, planes that fly our products, or warehouses full of our products, but there are many things we can learn from the top earners and how they operate their businesses. Each titan of the industry has keys to successes that we can unlock for our business as well. I have spent this last week learning everything about Jeff Bezos and the world of Amazon, and I've noticed a few particular patterns when it comes to his success. His success is based around five principles. Hang around tight because number five is the business secret that few people talk about. Hello, my name is Jonathan Boyd. I'm an executive chef, turn coach, and consultant. Hey, and I'm Dr. J. I'm a real estate agent. I'm an investor and a musician. And if you're looking to learn about how to live your best life and you want tips and tricks to organize a life worth living, then make sure you hit that smash like like button now for weekly conversations, learning about how to live your best life. We call it a brodacious life. So Jeff Bezos, the founder of C, uh, founder and CEO of Amazon, he came out this last week saying that he was going to step down as CEO and chairman of Amazon, which is a wild thought to think that Jeff Bezos won't be running Amazon. But he's widely regarded as one of the most successful entrepreneurs of all time. He's up there with like the Rockefellers and you can say whatever you want about the name now, but Donald Trump, you know, before his presidency, he was regarded as a very success, successful business person. He turned a business out of a garage selling books online into a $1.6 billion industry that influences technology, fashion, food, and anything you can name it, you can buy it on Amazon. Yeah, but I, I'm going to stop you here, chef. That's awesome, but it seems that just Jeff Bezos and I have very little in common. I mean, what can I take away from Jeff Bezos to grow my business? So again, there's there's five principles, five hacks, if you will, that can make a huge difference in your business. So first one is vision and innovation. Bezos had a long-term vision for Amazon as a company that would revolutionize the way that we would buy and sell products. He was innovating and creating an online platform that can deliver goods directly to customers' doors, which was a novel concept at the time. In 1997, the idea that I could go on my phone, click a button, and something arrives in 48 hours nowhere in our brains of something that we could perceive at the time. He was also, he has produced other ventures such as Amazon web service. Of course he created Kindle, uh, which have become significant part of the Amazon business. He is constantly willing to not only rethink the will, but willing to start it from the absolute ground up. If it means bettering the experience for the company and most importantly, his customers, he is all about innovation, one of the things that we talk about with Jeff Bezos in an interview, he talked about the day one. He believes every single day is is day one, and he's about innovating the customer experience so they can have the, the best experience when they're buying his products. 
Yeah, I, I think that's huge. I mean, like he's Jeff Bezos. When you read about a lot of his stuff, I mean, he's known for having a strong emphasis on on having a vision. I mean, it's one of his key principles to to start with the customer and work backwards. That's my favorite quote of his that I always think like like today when I'm showing houses, I don't walk in the door and I didn't show uh, my client everything that I thought about the house. I uh, wanted them to start with their experience of the property. And then we work our way backwards from there. I mean, Bezos had a strong belief in that vision was a guiding stone for his decision-making and setting priorities. You know, I'll say this chef. And then, you know, he had a letter to his shareholders in 1997 and Bezos wrote, it's not an experiment. If you know, it's going to work. Our success is a function of how many experiments we can do per year, per month, per week. And big winners, uh, you know, they pay for so many experiences. I mean, overall, Bezos believed that having a bold and ambitious vision, it was critical for achieving long-term success. And that requires a willingness to take risk and embrace failures along the way. Yeah, one of his interviews, he talked about. He's like, my failures have not just lost a couple hundred bucks. He says, my he says my failures cost billions. And you're like, I've never made a billion dollar mistake before. But his yeah, I can't even imagine his failures. And you mentioned it a minute ago. They're all about customer service. He is customer service centric, and that is his entire mm-hmm. approach. And that's that number hack number two is. Everything is prioritized around the customer experience and satisfaction, and that goes above everything else. He believed that the happy customers would drive the success of the company in the long term. So he invested heavily in ensuring that Amazon provided excellent customer service, easy-to-use interfaces, and a wide range of products. Have you walked through the customer service of your establishment lately? Have you gone through your website or how you receive business leads? Go outside and walk through your business. It's it's a f- odd thing when you actually put the lens on as a customer. Step outside, maybe go for a five minute walk, come back in. Are all your light bulbs working? That sounds odd, but do you have every light bulb working? How many businesses I go in to consult with, and the first thing I notice is a light bulb out, and you think your customers, oh, that's not a big deal. Customers see that. Can they find the product that they look are looking for? Can they find where to check out? If you're a content creator, what is your group? What what kind of content are they looking for? Are they able to access it efficiently? There's many different ways you can uh, to apply that concept. But it's like you said, work from your customer back to you and focus on that experience more. Yeah, look, there are five key takeaways that I discovered from Jeff Bezos's a customer centric approach to his business. Number one, we already talked about, he started with a customer because he believed that successful businesses start at the customer and they work backwards. Number two is that they're continuously innovating. He believed that innovation is a key to staying on top in a fast changing marketplace. And he encouraged his team to take risks. Yep. Number three, he obsesses over customer experience. I mean, he is known for like, Believing that the customer should guide everything and build long-term loyalty. Number four, he's very focused on long-term goals. He's not willing to 
throw away his long-term goals for a short-term gain. I think that's important. And number five is that he knows that we have to stay agile uh, and adaptable. Bezos believes that businesses must be able to adapt quickly uh, to changing customer needs and market conditions. And, you know, I'm finding this inf- uh, interesting because I'm starting to see how this really can apply to my business. Because even what we just shared here on the second talking point, yep. I can start with a customer. I can continuously innovate. I can obsess over my customers or my clients' experience. I need to be focused on long-term goals, and I have to stay agile, even uh, in changing markets. We have to stay uh, extremely, extremely agile. So hack number three is about persistence and risk-taking. Bezos was not afraid to take the risk and make bold moves. He always bet on himself, even when they were very unpopular and risky. He persisted in visions for Amazon despite the skepticism from investors and the broader business community. And he was willing to invest heavy on himself and go all in all the time. And yet sometimes it was not profitable, but obviously look at what he's created now. Bezos risk and bets on himself and, and, and on his team constantly. He believes in his vision. He bets big on him. So when everyone thought it was wild to create tablets, after all, you know, Microsoft and Apple already created tablets. He created the Kindle, which transformed how we receive books, magazines, podcasts, as well as YouTube and other social media uh, platforms. When it was simpler to just outsource logistics to UPS, he instead created a whole new business called Amazon Logistics, which is which handles all the shipping, flying, and distribution of products. He bet big on himself and won. Yeah, some key takeaways on Bezos uh, risk-taking from some things that I've read is number one, he embraces failure. Bezos believes that failure is an inevitable part of taking risk and that it can actually be valuable learning experience. And he's reported as telling his team to take risk and experiment, even if it means failing. You know, number two, he doesn't just make decisions, but he makes decisions based on data. I think a lot of people go, I'll make a decision, but they don't make informed decisions. And Bezos is really big on data-driven decisions to minimize risk. We already mentioned this. He takes a long-term view, not a short time. Number four, he believes of having a bias for action. And just to explain that, Bezos encourages his team to act quickly and decisively, even if they don't have all the information that they need, because he believes that taking action is better than waiting for perfection. In other words, he believes that people can get stuck in analysis paralysis, and we have to get through that. And again, I'm going to keep driving this home. This fact is stay focused on the customer because he believed that taking risk should always be done with a customer in mind. And he's always encouraging them to take risks, but only take risks if it benefits the customer. So number four is data-driven decision-making. Bezos relies heavily on the data to make his decisions. Yes, he makes big bets, but those bets are, are, are based on the analytics of what he has from his customers. So often collecting and analyzing vast amounts of data to inform his business strategies. So he was always willing to pivot and change courses on the data, which allowed Amazon to adapt, changing to a market. I mean, since 1997, we've kind of gone through what? 
two, possibly three recessions, a global pandemic, yet he's sitting there on top because he was constantly willing to pivot what he was doing. The numbers do not lie when it comes to Amazon and the model that he's using. He followed trends within his business and doubled down on what was making him successful. Yeah, absolutely. And for those of you that don't know about data-driven decisions, let me give you five key steps so you can start making data-driven decisions today, like Jeff Bezos. Number one, you you have to identify the problem or the question, and it has to be clear. And you allow data to tell you what the problem, you know, the problem, don't identify that by your feelings. See what the data tells you is the problem. Number two, then you're going to collect relevant data about that problem. I mean, it has to be relevant. It could be surveys. It could be existing data. You could conduct experiments, but you're going to collect relevant data. Number three, you analyze it. Look for trends. Look for insights. Number four is you got to draw some conclusions. And you don't just draw the conclusions that you want them to be. Draw conclusions based on where the facts take you. And, of course, step number five is take action and monitor the results. And if you do those, those are just, you know, you're talking about, his data-driven decision-making, that's a way that five steps right now that you could be like Jeff Bezos in this area. And so number five, which again, I think is the most underutilized hack that Jeff Bezos has is he is all about people management. Too often we get so focused on us doing our thing that we don't focus on the things and the people who are around us. We just expect them to move around and do things with stuff, yet we're not making sure that we hire the right people for the task. I told you this would be a a secret nugget and most people will completely miss out on it. Bezos is known for his rigorous hiring process and prioritizing and hiring the best talent regardless of background or experience. He's also placed a high value on innovation and encourages employees to experiment and, like Dr. J said, take risks. He mentioned in an interview that he specifically moved his base of operations to Seattle, Washington area. Why would he move his base of operations there? He knew that he could steal talent from Microsoft, which had already been established in the area. He could pull employees and that he could grow his full potential. He knew that the best candidates for his building and building the website and the best logistics from the entire com- uh, for the entire country was actually already there in that town. So he brought Mecca to the people instead of bringing the people to Mecca. Now, I'm not saying you need to to get in your car and move. However, I am saying that you need to find the best talent for the job. I think it's intimidating when we find an, uh, an employee who may honestly, they might honestly even be better than us. Or maybe they know something about a specific topic more than I do. Bezos wants top talent and intentionally finds people outside uh, who reach outside of his knowledge base. How do you become the best? You hire the best. You do not hire others that think like you, that know the same things as you, or even have the same vision or long-term success plan. He wants people with the best ideas that bring the, the best something to the table. When was the last time you took a deep dive into your hiring process? Are you hiring top talent? Are you are you hiring people that have the same thought process as you? It is okay to have people with different skills. Use those skills to your advantage. 
Are they obsessed with TikTok? We all have that young person that's working in the building that's obsessed with TikTok or social media. Assign them to oversee your social media accounts and give them the support to grow the business. Maybe you they are customer minded and you have them what would walk them through that customer experience and give you feedback on what could make the the experience better for the customer. Yeah, absolutely. There's a quote that goes along with this and it says, "It's not programs, it's people. Yeah. And that saying it's it's about the importance of the human equation. We can the world is full of programs and it's full of classes and courses, but it's not about all that. It's about people. And there the things that you can take away from that phrase is number one, it's the people that are the key to success. Number two, it acknowledges that teamwork is critical. Jeff Bezos understood that building a strong team with diverse skills and perspectives was going to help his organization achieve its goal. Number three, it recognizes that leadership matters, that leaders have to prioritize the development and well-being of their employees. And number four, we what you just mentioned and I think is so powerful, it's invest in people, invest in and training and mentorship yes. and professional opportunities. This can also help the organizations do what Jeff Bezos did, attract and retain. That's the key the is to retain. Talent. So these are the five principles or hacks. So they're vision, innovation, customer focus, betting on yourself, data-driven decision-making, and great people management skills. You can turn your hobby in a garage into a global empire. Do not feel intimidated by the size of his businesses. Look at those five principles and apply them to your business. And always make sure that you subscribe to continue to learning about building the lifestyle of your dreams. Until then, we hope that you live your best life. We hope you live a brodacious life. Thank you for listening to today's episode of A Brodacious Life. We hope that you will like and subscribe to this show on whatever platform that you are listening to. Sign up for our newsletter at abrodaciouslife.com and follow us on Instagram. More importantly, we hope that you spend your day with faith, family, freedom, finance, and fun and live brodaciously.